Welcome to the Four Fires Podcast, where we talk about winning in all four of the essential areas of life. And here's your host, Alan Kemper. All right, well, welcome to the Four Fires Podcast, where we talk about all things four fires. We talk about your professional fire, your people fire, your uh, physical fire, and your purpose fire. Uh, Today, I am here with Caleb Webster, and uh, good to have you, Caleb. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, Um, and we're going to dig in specifically today on the physical fire. Um, So, uh, so Caleb, give us a introduce yourself. Give us an overview of what you do professionally, kind of what your current state of life is, and then uh, then I want to dig into a little bit of you know, our four fires journey together. And then, and then specifically you've had a lot of success on the, on the physical fire. Um, and just kind of what, what that's looked like. So, yeah, for sure. I'm Caleb, uh, Caleb Webster. I run a company called Webster Fulfillment. We're a, we're a 3PL, but not maybe your typical 3PL. So we do, uh, specifically a majority of our business is apparel fulfillment. So we do Fulfillment, warehousing, um, different operation solutions for e-commerce customers, and we do some material handling for some other production facilities. Uh, we're headquartered in Auburn, um, and then we also do a little bit of custom production um, in our apparel line as well. So we do some direct-to-garment printing, embroidery, uh, laser engraving, some different things as it as it applies to customization of apparel. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what we do at Webster Fulfillment. I run the day-to-day operations there. How long have you been doing that? Uh, we have been in business since, uh, February 8th of 2021. Okay. Um, and then we were fulfilling specifically for a couple of our uh, current clients prior to that date, but Webster Fulfillment as a whole, um, originated February 8th of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got a lot of warehousing space, uh, more more than a handful of employees who yeah. help you fulfill that. Uh, fulfill that. Yeah, role. we have our uh, we have our fair share of employees. So we're we're north of uh, three hundred thousand square feet total. Um, north of two hundred employees on a on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. We run seven days a week, two shifts uh, per day, Monday through Friday, and then one shift uh, through the weekend. So quite a busy operation for sure. Yep. And so what and and. Uh, and it's not just Caleb, right? You've got you've got a wife and kid. So what's the what's what's your current people status look yeah. like? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, wife at home, great great wife at home. Um, a four year old. Um, so Scout just turned four in December, and then we are expecting our second little boy in June of this year. So uh, number two on the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know you got the faith component in your life as well. And this is, this is really the question that people start to, to wonder, like what happens when I have this high, like high demand job, you're in the, I mean, gosh, the, the early stages of parenting are, are all in, right? It's, it's, you know, kids waking up in the middle of the night and, um, you're trying to move them to daycare and back and, you and your wife both work, so there's this, you know, you've got high-demand jobs, you're in the high-demand state for, you know, for just the life in general, and yet we still have to kind of win and on the 
physical fire side as well, finding the time to do all of that. So, um, so kind of, I guess, go into, tell the story a little bit of, you know, how, how, where you were when we came into talking about the four fires, was that new to you? And, um, and then kind of the evolution of what that's looked like. Yeah, no, when we first started talking four fires, it was certainly a new concept. I spent um, just under a decade of, of my life in, in the corporate America setting, if you will. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in you are who you hang with. And I mm. think my benchmark um, previous to getting introduced to, to some of, of um, the people that I'm acquainted with professionally now and then certainly before getting acquainted with lead. Um, you know, I think if I benchmark myself against a lot of those guys, like I, I could have uh, checked the box and say, hey, I'm, I'm meeting the criteria. And then um, even when I first met lead, we start, first started kind of taking a high dive lead or a high dive look into to some of the four fires. Like I think I gave myself a free pass because I was still judging myself based on those previous benchmarks, right? Mm. And I remember, you know, Alan, you and I having a conversation early on um, and you were like, hey, you know, where do you think you're at from a physical fire? And um, at the time, I, I, you know, I remember responding and being like, I mean, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm where I can be. Um, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to do those things. I, I vividly remember the conversation of saying, you know what, I walk enough at work yep, I that, that I check the box, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and I honestly believe that at the time. Like, I believe I am where I can be. Um, and, and we can dive into all the other fires, but I, you know, I think arguably I could, I could probably say some similar things about all the other three fires, um, but certainly the physical fire. Like, I gave myself a free pass. I, you know, I probably bench myself against, benchmark myself against some of, of the others that I was acquainted at, at being around. And, um, you know, you, you held me accountable, right? And, and then I started really comparing myself to, to some of the new um, mentors, if you will, that, that I have in my life now. And I remember thinking to myself, like, you know what? Like, I'm not where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in, um, you know, I'm in, in my early 30s and I'm not, um, I'm not where, where I can be. I'm not where my full potential is. And, um, my wife, we, we were not expect, she, we were not expecting yet at the time. And, um, I, I will say she was instrumental in it too. Cause we talked about it. We talked about, you know, like we're going to do this and we both wear an Apple watch on a daily basis. And we set our goals so simple at the time of we're going to close our rings every single day, no matter mm-hmm. what that means. Like we're going to close our rings every single day. Um, and we did, and that was what August 1st and we've, and we've never missed a day since. And that was kind of the start of it for me. And, um, we were talking before hopping on the podcast, like, I can't honestly say I've ever been addicted to anything in my life, but I I would definitely say that I have developed an addiction with, um, being active, right? Like Mm -hmm. my mood is instantly changed. Um, you know, there's not days where, I don't get to go to the gym or, or work out at the same exact time every single day, um, but my requirement to my internal self and, and to my physical fire is that I give it 30 minutes every single day. No matter what, I'm mm. going to give it 30 minutes. And sometimes that's at 6 a.m. in the morning, and sometimes that's at 12 o'clock during the day, and sometimes that's at 9.30 at night uh, before before I go to bed. But I give it, I give it 30 minutes every single day. Um, it doesn't mean that I, that I like it before I, before I go do it, um, or I feel good about it, but I always feel so much better, you know, 
energy wise, physically wise, mood wise, mm-hmm. um, get rid of brain fog. Um, so yeah, my you know my journey began August one, and and I just haven't really looked back since then. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, so so, you know, there's a there's a, a quote that says. Uh, you will become like the five people that you spend the most for sure. time with. For sure. And, uh, and particularly for men, uh, if you want to figure out what a guy's body fat percentage is, look at his five closest friends. Um, uh, because we as men, even, and that's actually, it's interesting. It's, it's what's more predictive of a man's weight is the weight and the body fat percentage of his friends than it is even his parents. Yeah. Because, guys look around and figure out what's acceptable by our peers. Um, And so some of this is you just started hanging around with a different group of people. And and some of those people started seeing changes and you can't start looking around and go, Oh, Um, you can also, uh, they said that you can measure a man's income is the average income of of the five people. Around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I was saying before the podcast, I was listening to to a, a Joe Rogan podcast on on the way over today, and he had David Groggins on the show, and you know, he was saying that he felt some sense of a commitment, you know, after he changed his life, and I think that's the other cool thing about you know the guys that you hang around is like I almost feel like I'm locked in now, right? Mm-hmm. Like I almost feel like this, like others have noticed a change in my weight, a change in my in my you know everything, and like. Now it's like, okay, there's no, like, even though I know I owe it to myself and my family, my wife, my kids, like, you get that, like, you get that um, people, like, aspect to it where it's like, all right, now I'm committed to others. Like, they've noticed the change. Like, I never wanted them to notice the change back in the opposite direction, right? So, like, there's some, like, there's some some commitment there as well. Well, yeah, and that's, that's, we talk about the Four Fires tribe, Right, but it really is. It's it's there's there's value to being in this thing together for with sure. others, um, and so uh, yeah, we've talked about that before. I mean, our egos want to like our egos want to tell us like, hey, you can do it by yourself, but mm-hmm. you can't. You, not you not long term. Not long term. It's um, not sustainable. Yeah. So, but when we surround ourselves with people who are also living that kind of lifestyle, then all of a do sudden, do you want to be in last place? Like, well, yeah, we definitely yeah. don't want to be in <laughs> yeah. last place. Um, yeah, because we start to figure out like, oh, I'm not going where they're going. Yep. So either I better change Step or they're going to leave or... me behind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like the um, the positive peer pressure is what they would have told us in elementary yep. school. For um, sure. But so so you started this journey. Uh, it So so. August of 2022 was when you when you kind of started this progress on the physical fire. But it wasn't like you said, you'd given yourself a pass sure. for a while. So it wasn't like this immediate, like, oh yeah, four fires. No. And then you just immediately jumped in on the physical side. Yeah. There was this there was a season of kind yep. of okay, I got denial. somewhere in a denial yeah, even. Denial, for yep. sure. But so now here we are in February of twenty twenty three. Yeah. What's what's your total uh What's your total loss in terms of weight? Yeah, I you know I I don't even know an exact pound. I know I got north of uh, I got north of the two hundred mark, and which for me was extremely heavy. Um, I think I probably knocked on the door of of two hundred five. I'm one sixty five, one sixty six when mm-hmm. I got on the scales this morning. So yeah, 
yeah, um, I'm I'm where I want to be from a from a I'm happy with my weight loss. Um, want to want to work on the, the muscle gain a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've I've reached my weight loss target. So that's cool, and have sustained that for a few weeks. Now, yeah, a month or so. You look you look great. You I mean I can tell more energy. Um, so so when we talk about our physical fire. Um, there's two components to the physical fire. There's the eat mm-hmm. and there's the exercise. Um, which, which was harder for you? Um, kind of, and both of them are, are actually, you know, discipline. Uh, yeah. Of I, discipline. Yeah. That's an interesting question. Um, you know, I, I've got a good friend and, and, uh, and a guy that, um, is involved with their business and, um, you know, he's probably the picture of health. Um, me and, and a group of guys talk about it all the time. Like, if I had to design the healthiest looking guy, it's probably him. And you know, he was telling me early on when when I started this and and was kind of getting some info from him. Um, he's like, look, you, you can't out train a bad diet. Mm-hmm. And while they both are disciplined, like I can make, like I can throw it on the calendar every day and say, hey, I'm gonna go do 30 minutes in the gym every day, right? Like mm-hmm. I've got that, like discipline has never been an issue. Like I've, I can do that. Like if I tell myself I'm going to close my rings every day, I'm going to close my rings every day. Eating is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, eat like eating is, is hard because that's discipline both like physically and mentally. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think so by far to answer your question, by far for me, the, the eating was the hard aspect, but it's, it's taken an interesting turn now because my workouts are so much better when I eat, effectively right or I eat mm. the right things like my workouts are better um you know like having a drink right mm. like having you know having a few drinks my workouts are so much worse oh, the sure. day after I have a couple of drinks that now it's like I'm making this conscious decision of like do I want to have a good workout tomorrow or do I want to have a couple of drinks yeah. um and so I think food for me is is the same thing and I think I was so used to eating. I mean, I can tell you historic. I've never been a big breakfast guy. I've always, lunch has always been my meal. And I mean, I you know, I would go have a full blown 1500, 1700 calorie meal at, at lunch. Um, and I was so, my body was so used to doing that, that like I got that afternoon drag and I didn't even realize it just because mm. like that was my, that was what I did every single day, right? Um, but now like I'm so much more aware of my energy level and how I feel that I'm like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Like, yeah. give me the grilled chicken all day, every day, right? Like, yep. I'm not like it's not worth it to, it's not worth it to get the sugar or the or the you know whatever. Um, so yeah, but for me, by far was 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 eating, but that's taking a turn now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so which one came? So so the the discipline or the mastery of the exercise came first for you, or what did you? I think kind they were of pretty even. I you know I think they were I think they were pretty even. I had started like trying to eat a little bit better, you know, before that August date. Um, but I, come August, I pretty much locked in, and mm-hmm. it, I think exercise came first because I put that on the calendar and I said I'm going to do it every single day. And I still don't eat perfect, yeah. um, but I make better decisions seventy five percent of the time. For so, sure. yeah, exercise came first, and food food followed. Yeah, yeah, and and having somebody in your life, um, I mean, I think the guy that you're talking about, Jeremy, is sure. is, is the yeah. guy who I think he has mentored and coached a lot of people in their physical fire. And yeah. um, man, one of the things we talk about, you know, is iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So one man sharpens another. This idea of when we find somebody who is winning in a particular area of life, 
we can all learn from them yeah. and we can be bettered by, by those people. Cause I want to learn from somebody who's a 10 out of 10 in yeah. their professional fire and a 10 out of 10 in their physical fire. And man, if one day I end up as an eight out of 10 in all of those areas, that's, yeah. that's good stuff. Well, I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier in the podcast, right? Like, you know, naturally us as men and, and our egos, like we don't want to be in, in last place, right? And I want guys who are pulling me forward, not guys that I'm bringing myself back mm. down to, to gain a place in, right? And so, yeah, I mean, I think you could apply that to all four of the fires. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, there, there's a degree of uh, explicit and implicit accountability, mm-hmm. Um so, um, yeah, and one of the things I think is interesting, this there's an evolution that keeps, as we keep going in, in each one of these areas, you know, you talked about starting to pay attention to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, okay, sure. all right, now the alcohol. Um, one, of, uh, one of the Four Fires guys introduced me a couple of years ago into this heart rate variability and measuring that and seeing how um, alcohol impacts that and your rest and recovery is kind of this other aspect of your your physical fire. So, so let me ask this question. Um, you know, I recently, uh, I was at a, um, a company that we work with and I was working with their management team. There's about 10 of them and most everybody in there is in their thirties to early sixties. And I had them all do, uh, this is a, a team that had brought us in to do management development, but also do four fires sure. kind of coaching. And so we had the whole team do uh, four fires assessment. And so they went through and out of the eight people in the room, six of them said that the lowest area was their physical fire. Wow. Um, which is interesting, you know, like, uh, all of us have a body and most of us don't like it. Yeah, right. And some, and some, sure. like we all have some kind of weird relationship yeah, with our body. Um, for somebody like, and, and like, once you get it, once you, once you understand caloric deficits and caloric surpluses, mm-hmm. and then you start to understand macronutrients, um, they become, you know, like, it's math, yep. right? Like at some point it, it really is just math sure. calories in versus calories out. Um, and that sounds really simple, mm-hmm. but you know, just because Excuse it's simple, yeah. it doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. Uh, so what do you say to somebody who's where you were before, you know, in July of 2022, yeah. um, what's your advice to them to help them get past the, this has never worked for me, or I'm going to ignore, you know, I'm just big boned or, or I, I walk a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I heard, I heard, I was having a conversation at, at a business dinner last night and, and, uh, somebody mentioned, uh, we were talking about Peloton and, um, I didn't mention that we, we purchased a Peloton it turned out to be one of the best investments I've ever made. And they were talking about like, crazy one of the craziest things i've ever heard like i I think the peloton's making me making me gain weight right like so i you know i think we talk a lot about intentionality i think maybe at times we overuse that word or i overuse that word but we talk about intentionality and for me intentionality could be applied to all the four fires but it was most certainly my like aha moment for the physical fire Mm -hmm. right like 
I'm not going to be perfect when it comes to eating. I'm not going to be perfect when it comes to macronutrients, especially. I'm not going like, to like. I'm not going to be perfect in any of those areas. But you know what? I'm I'm 75% better than I was a year and a half ago. For sure. Um, and that's the way that I've tried to kind of look at it. Um, I think there was always with the physical fire. I think there was always um, a guilt aspect um, mm. that tied back to that for me too. Like. I think I felt like if I was spending 30 minutes in the gym or if I was spending 30 minutes running or if I was spending 30 minutes on the bike, that that was 30 minutes that I should have been allocating to somewhere else in my life. Mm. Um, and, you know, I stay pretty, I feel like I stay pretty busy and um, have several responsibilities. And, and I think like I kind of gave myself a free pass again on the physical fire by using that guilt term, right? Like by saying like, hey, this 30 minutes has got to be spent somewhere else. But I will tell you, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour that I spend working out now, the next hour of whatever I'm doing, whether that's my professional fire, that's, you know, family, that's whatever, that next hour is so much more valuable and I get so much more out of that next hour by the benefits that I've got of the 30 minutes dedicated to the physical fire. Um, I say it all, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, like I'm a little bit addicted to it now and I recognize that, but like my mood is a thousand, like I know my team appreciates mornings where I go <laughs> directly into a meeting after I've came out of the gym. Like I am a different person 30 minutes after I work out. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I acknowledge it, like I recognize it. Um, and so for me, like going back to your question, like for me, it was just intentionality. Like I, I'm going to do this and mm. Um, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's gotta be, you know, I yeah. think getting in in a acceptable, acceptable physical shape has to be just as large of a priority in your life as it does, you know, winning in your craft or, or whatever yeah. situation might be. It, it's funny, the, the pushback I get around the four fires, uh, is look, Alan, I, no one, no one can win in all of these areas, yeah, right? For sure. Like, if I, if I, if I do this, if I try to take care of myself in the gym, my my job is gonna mm-hmm. suffer, or mm-hmm. my family is gonna suffer, or, or you know, my spiritual life is gonna suffer, or if I invest time in my spiritual life, you know, like these other areas are gonna suffer. And everybody I talk to on the other side of trying to live you know, starting their four dimensional journey, all of them say, Oh my gosh, my professional fire has benefited or my, you know, the, the, the lie is to believe, Oh, if I go work out, I'm stealing from my family. But, but at the end of the day, the gift, the only gift I have to give my family is, is me. And and it makes us feel better, right? Like it makes us feel better. It's just like, the Peloton making you gain weight, right? Like mm-hmm. that—that that is that like inner demon, like mm-hmm. letting you tell yourself, like, "Hey, you're okay to not do this," right? Right. right. And I remember telling, like, I remember telling you, like, I don't have time to do all of these four things. Like, yeah. I remember having that conversation. Yeah. But who do we become if we don't? For sure. Like, um, sometimes I look at my, you know, my four fires card in the morning, and I'll, like, okay, I've got my professional fire, and I've got my people fire, and I've got my physical fire, and I've got my purpose fire. Which one of these can I consciously ignore? Which one of these am I okay with saying, yeah, I don't really need to invest yep. in this over the next year? Yep. Like, 
There is no, none of the fires, it's not acceptable for me to look at any of those areas and go, yeah, oh, this one's not yeah. important. I'll rot this one off. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, but but we do like to kind of, we we tend to spend most of our time in the areas that we're naturally the good ass, yep. best at, or we've received the most um, praise and accolades for, and then we tend to avoid the ones sure. where... You know, if we avoid our purpose fire, it's because yep. we hadn't we hadn't figured that yep. one out yet. Or if we avoid the physical fire, yep. or if we avoid marriage or friendships, it's so. It, it, a lot of times, our weakest fire is the one we really need to lean into the most. Um, and then we find these little internal ways to like. Here's why I can't check that that's box. Right. Yeah, yep. I've got reasons. Yeah. Um, well, um, so. So in a nutshell, I mean, if you got one one nugget to give to somebody who is who who their physical fire is the nut that they're trying to crack, what do you say um, that gets them started in a place? Commitment, um, Commitment. without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, and and nobody can commit for you. Like nobody. Mm-hmm. Like until Caleb decided that you know, like. He was not where he was content being long term. Mm. Nothing else would have mattered, right? Mm-hmm. But once I made that decision for myself, like I, you know, um, I put it on the board, and and Alan was a phenomenal supporter in that. Like even after I put it on the board, like I was like, well, I'm I, I had no end target in mind. Like I'm just gonna get better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you push me like no like we're gonna put a weight goal on the board and are you to your weight goal and I remember saying like I'm at 172 or something I can't remember what the exact number was but like I'm happy and you were like your goal was 165 and mm-hmm. I, you didn't have to say anything else like I was mm-hmm. like yeah I'm not where like no yeah. I'm going to 165 and I swear the week that I got to like I weighed every you know try to hit the gym four or five times and then a couple of cardio days and I weigh every day that I'm in the gym and like. I remember getting to that 167 mark and parking. Like, it was like I could not get there. And so that first, like, Saturday morning where I got on the scales and it was like 164.6, I was like, oh, my God. You know, like. I remember getting that test. That was a fun day. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I think the word is commitment. And nobody can commit but but you. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you you just have to decide that, like, hey, you want to go get it and, and go get it. Yeah. Well, and then being so specific on what the win is sure. that at least you know when you hit yep. it, right? Like, I mean, if I want to lose weight, like I, that's not, I can't win with that. Yeah. I want to lose ten pounds yep. in the next three months. Sure, like that. That's specific and measurable. Yep. And um, great. Well, uh, Caleb, I really appreciate you taking some of your time out of your day, out of your busy day, yep. uh, your four dimensional day, to uh, to be here with us, and. Um, yeah, just really want to emphasize, you know, the power of the tribe of the, a group of people who you surround yourself with, um, kind of acknowledging that you will become like the people that you spend the most time with, and sure. um, and then this idea of like at some point you just got to commit yep. and go. Yep. Um, so I really appreciate you being here, For taking sure. some time to share some of your story, and. Um, we just thank all of you out there in the Four Fires Nation for uh, for listening, and uh, you know, share with us some of your stories, some of uh, places that you've had wins, 
uh, or places that you're you're trying to figure out how do I pull these levers, uh, we'd love to love to hear from you. So, um, thanks for uh, thanks for being here, Caleb. And yeah, we'll, uh, thanks for having me. Yep. Yeah.